Yeah, I say, Pastor, it's in fun. And Pastor said, what in fun? <laughs> fan. Uh, I said, fan. <laughs> well, it's a, a bless, like I say. Be here Sunday. We were in uh, Worcester, Mass, uh, preaching the gospel down there with the uh, evangelist. We use, uh, like, we paint, illustrate, and we paint. And how's, how is the Lord work, no? Because the activity was for Hispanic people. So I start to call the people in Spanish, venga, venga, and, and a couple of people start to come. So I had a, a first, before I preach, I had a, like a game. So I call the people, and the people come and play. And after that, I present the gospel. So a couple of Spanish people start to come in, and in one moment I saw uh, this man walking, looking, and and they say, you speak Spanish? I say, no, no, no. I say, okay, don't worry. We will translate for you. So he came, and he sit there, and, and we preached the gospel. And after maybe 10 or 15 minutes, uh, we had only one decision for Christ, and it was that man. And, uh, and I say, well, we prepare all the activity for Spanish, <laughs> and the Lord brings somebody from America, of course, and and it was a blessed to see how the Lord uh, had people outside and ready to hear the gospel. So I'm very encouraged to do the same thing here. So we need to pray for that. And, uh, of course, we know people, uh, they will come to the Lord. Let's pray. And after that, I want to continue. This is the last Wednesday we will talk about inside out. The first Wednesday we talk about uh, demand it, and how the Lord say, don't be like the other Gentiles. The next, the second uh, Wednesday, we'll talk about the model and how the Lord say, be like Jesus and not like the Gentiles. And today we will talk about the, the manner and uh, a new manner of living. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity to open your book, your the Bible. Thank you, Lord, for the, uh, for the the church here, we pray, Lord, we want to hear your voice. Please, Lord, talk to our heart and, and use my mouth, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to open your Bible. In Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. And today we want to talk about this, about uh, inside out, a new manner of living in Ephesians chapter 4. If you have your Bible there, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 uh, through 32. And we will talk about this, um, new manner of living. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 and 24, the Bible says, That ye put off concerning the former conversation. Remember, we'll talk about this word conversation, it's be, uh, behave. And the old man, which is corrupt according to the uh, deceitful lust, and be renewed. In the spirit of your mind, and that ye put in the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true and holiness. And in this part, the Apostle Paul, before he started to talk about this new manner of life, he would say, in our bodies, we had two men, uh, the good man and the bad man, the old man and the new man. And the old man, it's uh, our flesh, the old man, it's our pleasures. And, uh, but the new man, it's uh, when you receive Christ, 
he makes us new. And Paul will start talking about this. Uh, before he starts to say about this new manner of, of live, he will say the old man, the old man, uh, it's corrupt. Uh, it's corrupt. Uh, this word corrupt, it's talking about, it's uh, a rating, 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 podrido, rate. Rotten, thank you. It's rotten. Uh, that's the word corrupt. It's rotten. It's that something is, you know, when something smells bad, you say, mm, what's that? Well, that happened with us the other day. We forget a, a, a garbage, uh, the, the trash bag in, in, the, in the parsonage. We forget. And thank God any, any bears come. But uh, when I took the bag, I said, oh, this smells really bad. So... Don't forget the garbage, huh? <laughs> but this word corrupt is, is this, it's rotten. It's something, when something smells bad. And Paul said, the old man, it's corrupt. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 3, the Bible says, And you had he uh, quicked who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the curse of this word, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among who also we all had our conversation in time past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and where by nature the children of worth even as others. And Paul say, we were like that. The old man is corrupt according to the this, uh, deceitful's lutz. And he say, the old man is corrupt. And before he will talk about the manner, he will say, the old man is corrupt. But the new man, the new man, when you receive Christ in your heart, and the Holy Spirit come to live in your heart, and you are a new creation, the new man, the Bible say, in, in the same passage we read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22, 24, 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true and holiness. And the new man is righteousness and true holiness. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away, behold, and all things are become new. And Paul said to the Corinthians, when you are in Christ, you are a new, a new person. And before Paul started to talk with the Ephesians about the new manner, he said, you are a new creation. You are new. If you had a Christ in your heart, you are new. And remember, he, he talked about this mandate. You, you can't be like the other Gentile. And, and, and now he said, you can't be like the other Gentile because you are a new creation. You need to be like Christ because God created you. And this word, new creation, is like God, uh, he don't fix us. You know, it's not like, 
a car, you had an old car, and, and you go to the, the, the mechanic, and he fixed everything. I said, and sometimes the mechanic said, now it's like new. No, this, that's, this idea, it's God create, uh, he created us again. He made us again. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, the Bible says, For we are his uh, workmanship, creating Christ unto God and good works, uh, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. We are a new creation. We are a new creation. And Paul talking to the vision before he will say about this new manner of life, he will say, you are a new creation. You are a new, a, a new person if you are in Christ. Remember when Jesus talked with Nicodemus in John chapter 3, and Nicodemus asked to Jesus how I can be saved, and Jesus said, okay, you need to born again. And Nicodemus said, why? I can do that. I'm old. And Jesus again said, you need to born again, talking about this spiritual uh, new uh, born. And he said, you, if you don't born again, you can see the kingdom of God. If you don't born again, you can walk in the kingdom of God. And Jesus talking in John chapter 3 is trying to say to Nicodemus, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, you are incomplete. You can see, you can walk, you are not complete. You, are, uh, you can be in, in the kingdom of God if you don't born again. So we are new creation when you receive Christ in your heart. We are new creation. But now, after we receive Christ and we are a new creation and we are a new man, we, can, we have the old man in our, in our bodies, the flesh. The Bible calls them the, the old man or, or the, the flesh. And the old man and the flesh, they are fighting in us. Remember in, in Galatians chapter 5, verse 15. Galatians chapter 5, verse 15, the Bible says, For the flesh lusteth uh, against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to other, so that ye cannot do the thing that ye would and would. And, and what does it say? We had a fight in our heart. The old man and the new man. Both are fighting inside us. And if you have Christ in your life, you have this battle in yourself. You have this battle because both are fighting. And who win? Who win? I, I, I remember this phrase. Uh, supposedly this man sitting bull say this. And he say, inside of me there are, are two dogs. One is mean and evil and the other is good. And they fight each other all the time. When asked which one wins, I answer the one I fed the most. Huh? And... In our life, it's the same. When we receive Christ in our heart, this five star. Remember Paul? In one moment, he said, I can do what I want, but I do what I don't want. It's a fight. And every day, we are fighting in our heart, in our, our body. The old man want to sleep and uh, say, no, don't go to church. It's too hot. Huh? The old man say, why you need the church? You can't... Uh, Put your computer and, and watch online. The old man. You don't need to read the Bible. You are fine. 
And the new men, it's the opposite, no? Go church, you need to be there. And we had the fight. I remember this story. One man, it was sleepy. It was Sunday morning. This man was sleepy. And his wife come, wife come and say, hey, wake up. We need to go to church. And this man take the blanket and put it again and say, I don't want to go to church today. So the wife said, let's go. We need to go to church. And he said, no, give me three reasons. And the wife say, okay, the first one, you, are, you need to be an example for your child. You can be in the bed. You need to wake up. And he say, no, I don't think so. Give me the second reason. And the wife say, well, because we need to have a fellowship with other brothers. We need to be in church and enjoy and read the Bible. And he put the blanket again and said, no, I don't want to go. And give me the third reason. And the wife say, because you are the pastor and you have the key of the church. <laughs> you need to go over the church. So, and we had that fight in our, ourselves. No, we had that fight. And sometimes we don't feel like, you know, like with the strong or strength to go to church or we don't feel good. And, and sometimes we take permissions in our, our life. And who wins is, is who you give more food, who you fed more. And sometimes we fed our flesh every day. And we come to church maybe one or two days, a Sunday and Wednesday, and that's it. And I will tell you something. Nobody can live eating two days a week. And uh, we need it every day. And with the Bible, it's the same. You need to understand. We need to understand who wins, uh, what we, uh, who we fed more. Paul say in Colossians chapter three verse five, uh, I will paraphrase the verse. Say, uh, make die your old man. Don't give. Don't fed him. Don't give the food for that. You need to eat and grow in the spirit and know in the flesh. For that reason, Paul say. You had a fight. You are a new creation. And now you need to understand we had a new manner of live. And tonight I want to be uh, show with you five new manners of life. And in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22, 20, uh, 25 uh, through 20 to 32. The first thing is uh, if you are a new creation, if you had this new manner of life, the first thing is what we need to do is cast away. Cast away uh, the, the lion. In the verse 25, in Ephesians 4, verse 25, the Bible say, Wherefore, putting away lion, speak every man through with his neighbor, for we are member one of another. In Colossians chapter 3, Verse 9 through 10, the Bible says, Lie not one to other, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deed, and have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that create him. Create him. And Paul say, put away the lion. And he's not talking only about the language. He's talking about the old lifestyle. And he say uh, the word for lion, it's pseudomai, it's falsehood, 
And he's trying to say, you can live in the line. And one of my questions was, okay, how I can lie in every day in my life, not only talking, you know, in my side life. Well, we lie when we want to pretend something we are not. We lie when you're trying to pretend something you are not. We lie when we do not live as we say we are. Oh, many times we say we are Christian, we love Jesus, but sometimes we don't live like that. We see, you know, many times we lie when we worship the Lord. We sing uh, hymns and we say, Lord, I want to follow you to the dead. I want to do this. And we never leave that. And we lie when we ex exaggerate things. We lie when we don't uh, recognize our uh, guilt how uh, many times. We're trying to have the right, the right, it's my right, and we lie when we gossip. Um, so we can lie in many areas in our life. And Paul say, cast away the lie. Cast away. And this is like my garbage. Uh, you can keep your garbage. You need cast away. You need put in the dumpster, and, and that's it. You can, you can have in your life lions. We need to have a clean life. For that reason, Paul say, you need to cast away the lion. But the second thing is control. In the verse uh, 26 and 27, uh, Paul would say, control your anger. Anger, control your anger. Not only cast away the lion, control your anger. And uh, in the verse uh, 26 and 27, be ye angry and see not, and sin not. Let not the sun go down up your word, word, neither give place to the devil. And Paul say, be ye angry and sin not. And, and this is uh, a special verse. Many people use this verse for their convenience. They say, okay, the Bible says I can be angry. No? And uh, I believe this is not a permissious to be angry. Some people use this verse like a permissious. Okay, I have the permission. I can be angry because the Bible says, be angry and sin not. So you can be angry, but don't sin. But I will tell you something. Many times the sin come because we are angry. Remembering uh, Abel and Cain, and in one moment God talked to, talk to Cain and say, what's going on in your face? You look different, Cain. And he said, the sin, it's in the door. And, and many times we practice the sin when we are angry. I don't know in your life, but in my life, I can remember the, the, the moments when I take bad decision. Many of that times was because I was angry. And this is not a permissious. Uh, you can take this and say, I can angry. No, you can't. Paul is trying to say, hey, be careful. Because if you're angry, be careful. You can sin. And he said, let not the sun go down up your uh, wrath. Uh, don't be, if you are angry, if you do something wrong, go and fix it. Don't wait to the next day. Uh, when we, I remember when we married, 
uh, one of the counsel the, the people give us, the, the, other, uh, the other couple give us, one of the things was fix your problem the same day. Talk. Don't wait till tomorrow. Because sometimes we think, no, the time that will help. No, the time. Tomorrow. We will talk tomorrow. I'm angry with a minute. But tomorrow. And tomorrow you don't talk because you do a lot of stuff. You forget that. In three days, something similar happened. And what, what happened later? Huh? Oh, you do the same thing two days ago and explode. So the Bible says, no, don't let the sun go down. Go and fix your problem. Go, if you are angry and you say something wrong, if you do something wrong, if you did something wrong, fix it. Go and say, I'm sorry. Uh, you know why? Because if you are angry, if you uh, sin for the angry, you are giving place to the devil. And this, is, this word, give a place, is like you are opening your house to the devil. And the devil, devil. And Paul used the same idea in Second Corinthians chapter five, chapter two, verse eleven. Lest Satan shall get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his device. Paul say, if you don't forget, you are giving a Satan an advantage. He take advantage all the time. You know how many churches they, they are divided many times? For anger. For people don't talk. People save everything and they never talk. And we need to understand. We need to talk. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 17, the Bible says, He that is soon angry delayeth foolishly, and a man of wicked device is hated. And he that is soon angry, delayeth foolishly. And many people, it's like that. Sometimes we are like that. We are very fast to angry. Huh? Don't look at me like that. Don't do that. It's too cold. <laughs> it's too hot. Is it? And, and when you are like that, the, the good thing never happens sometimes in your life. So Paul say, control your anger. Control your anger. But the third thing is, Care, care. In the verse uh, 28, care for others. The Bible says, Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hand the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that need it. And, and Paul says, If you are stolen, don't steal more. Now go and work and help others. And Paul it's talking about we need to start to care of others. Uh, remember in, in Ephesians, in, in, in Ephesians, I forget. Okay, in this place, in Ephesians, it was a, a city with many, many uh, reaches for the commercial thing and the spiritual thing. And so many Christians, they, they was part of this commercial system. So when Paul say don't steal, that will be maybe because many of these Christians in Ephesians, maybe then they will take a bench of the commerce, you know, in the commerce, take a bench in the sales. And, and, and Paul say don't, don't do that. Don't steal. 
work and take care of others. In, in Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible says, We have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Uh, we need to understand we have in this new life, uh, uh, this new manner of life, one thing we need to do is care of others, care for others. Uh, when was the last time you think in others? When was the last time you think in, in your neighbors or, or, or in your family or in the, the Christian family? When was the last time? Care for others. And Paul said we need to care for others. But the fourth thing Paul says, construct, uh, in the verse 29, and construct with words. Uh, verse 29. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let not corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that I may minister grace unto the hearer. And Paul say, you need to construct with your words. Don't destroy. And I remember when I, I was in, in the Bible Institute, one of my friends, he, he was a very honest person, but sometimes he was very cruel. I remember one day he came and talked to another uh, roommate about some problem, and he started to talk very hard with him. And when I, I, I talk with this guy, I say, hey, why, why do you say that? Because I say the truth all the time. I never lie. Yeah, but you need to say the things we love. And, and sometimes we can destroy without words. Sometimes we can destroy. And you can say the same thing in two different ways. You can say the same thing, the truth, in two different ways. In love or in anger. And love and compassion or not, not love. And sometimes we think, we think uh, we need to be very honest and, be, and say the truth. Yes, that's, that's true. But the truth is with love. We, we can say the same thing in two, in two ways. And Paul say, construct with your word. You know why? Because you, you can't say corrupting word. You can say corrupt. Uh, word, communication. Remember the, the, the word corrupt is the same word we used when explained the last time. It's what? It's uh, rotten. Uh, in Colossians chapter 4, verse 6, let your speech be always with grace, sustained with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. And Paul say in Colossians, your words need to be sustained with salt. And the question is, why with salt? No pepper. What salt? Because the salt, it was a product in that moment to stop what? The corruption. So many people in that time used the salt to uh, stop the corruption in the food or, or in some food. And, and Paul say, your words need to be like that, with salt. No corrupt, no... It rotten words. If you want to say something and it's not for edify, so don't say it. 
And you, maybe you, you, we can say, oh, but it's true. I need to see. No, no. But if it's, no, it's not for construct, don't say it. Sometimes destroy. So Paul say, construct with words. Edify. Uh, edify and, and uh, be careful when you talk. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 19. The Bible say, in the multitude of the words, there uh, one that no sin. Huh? In the multitude of the words, there one that no sin. I remember one of my, my dad, he's a, a new believer, maybe 10 years ago, he received Christ. Uh, and, uh, but he teach me when I was very young, he teach me these things. And he say, Lucio, be careful with the people when they talk too much. When somebody talks too much, you need to be careful. I say, why that? Because sometimes when people talk too much, the scene, uh, uh, <laughs> the scene is there. And, and, and he never read this verse. But what, what the Bible says, in the multitude of words, there wanted not seen. But he that refrained his lip is wise. So be careful when you talk. Sometimes it's wise, don't say too much. Uh, so the Bible says in, in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 13, there is that speaketh like the piercing of the sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Uh, and, and sometimes when we talk, we can hurt people. We can hurt. Oh, but that wasn't true. Yeah, but you can hurt. But in the same way, you can talk and you can be like uh, 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 something like refresh their soul. For that reason, Paul say, construct with word. But the last thing in this passage in Ephesians chapter 4 in the verse 30, it's consider, consider the Holy Spirit. Consider the Holy Spirit. The verse 30 in chapter 4, 30, the Bible say, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, where be ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. And Paul in the verse, in the next verse, 31 and 32, he would say how we can consider the Holy Spirit and how we can grieve not the Holy Spirit. And the, the grief, the Holy Spirit is talking about when you sin, when you do something wrong, and we can grieve the Holy Spirit. And, and Paul say, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Put away from you, what? Verse 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, uh, put away. Uh, that's the way how we can consider the Holy Spirit, put away. But not only put away, we need to be kind and forgive others. Uh, if you can read the verse 32, be kind. And be ye kind one to others, tenderhearted, forgiving one other, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Paul say, in this new manner of life, we need to be 
kind and forgiven another's. Uh, forgiven another's. And consider the Holy Spirit. So, a new manner of life uh, or of living. We say the first day, the mandate, it's don't be like the other Gentiles. The, other, the, the next Wednesday we say, we talk about uh, the model is Christ, be like Christ. And today we say, this is the new manner of living. Cast away, control your anger, care of others, construct with words, and consider the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to open your, your Bible, Lord. Thank you because you, you give us a, a new manner of life. And, and we want to live like that, Lord. We want to cast away the lying in our life. We want, Lord, to care others. We want, Lord, uh, start to consider the Holy Spirit in our life and, and be different. Thank you, Lord, for your word, and we pray to continue. You continue to talk to us, and thank you again in Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen.